With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower, lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Thanks for listening to the Doug Gottlieb Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday, 3 to 5 Eastern, 12 to Pacific, on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Doug Gottlieb Show at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. What up with your Doug Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio? Hope you're doing well. The Doug Gottlieb Show broadcasts live every day from the... TireRack.com studios, TireRack.com. We'll be get there. Unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road has protection, over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com. It's the way the tire buying should be. Hey, welcome in. Um, we're coming off of what was a really, 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 really hard-to-watch football game last night where the Bears took down the Minnesota Vikings. And Josh Justin Fields, of course, is the quarterback of the Bears. He's in his third season. Here is Fields talking about the end of the game. Nothing that mattered in the first half mattered to us, you know, starting in the second half. So that was, you know, our message was just finish, finish, finish. Because, you know, there's been too many times this season where we've been up, you know, we, we didn't do a good job of finishing. So, again, just going back, proud of everyone uh, for fighting through the end, you know, no matter what had happened and, you know, finishing the game out and, you know, ultimately got the dub. Uh, ultimately, they get the dub. Uh but there's this this belief, right, that he wasn't drafted by this GM, this coach. The organization remained t- the same in name only. Right? So if you don't have ownership, moving on from him. Plus, they have two first-round draft picks. Uh, they'll both be high picks. And the top one will be Carolina's pick, which is very likely to be the number one overall pick. And that pick could well go to Caleb Williams. So the question becomes... Do you draft, do you absolutely draft Caleb Williams or Drake May if you fall to number two or whatever in in the draft? Or do you build around Justin Fields knowing you have one, really one more year on the, the true rookie scale? Remember next year, okay, next year he makes 4.7 in cash. The dead cap money is $6 million. That is nothing. Even to this year where he makes $11 million in dead cap money. Next year it's $6 million. Six? 
Now, if you draft a quarterback number one overall, their first year dead cap money is going to be somewhere in the cap hit is only even his his cap hit was only three point four million. So it's only like a five million dollar cap hit if you six million dollar cap hit if you draft a guy number one overall. It's nothing. So do you restart that clock? But by using that pick, remember, if you get the number one overall pick this year, considering how well regarded Caleb Williams is, you're very likely to get a couple of number ones, maybe next year, maybe another one this year, okay? And then other picks as well. You can really fill out and load up your roster. Dan Byer, let me ask you, in terms of roster construction, if it were you, I know you're not a Bears fan, but just kind of take the uh, any sort of emotion. You're all, you are an Ohio State fan, right? So you'd watch Justin Fields and his growth after he transferred from Georgia. What do you do in the reconstruction of this roster? I would I would move on from Justin Fields, and uh, if Caleb Williams is your guy at number one, that's who I would draft and move on from, or move on to. So I would move on from Justin Fields at this point. And draft Caleb Williams if, it, if yeah. you get the number one yeah. pick? Yeah, yeah. And then you... maybe play with the second pick in that first round and see if you can get more value out of that? Sure, or you know, draft, uh, you know, depending on where it falls, you could draft a lineman to help protect him. You could you know, draft a wide receiver. A lot of different ways that you could go with that. But I just think that if you don't take this opportunity, especially in this draft class, to take advantage of it, I think that you're setting yourself back even more years in doing so. Um, yeah, I would I would draft Caleb Williams and move on from Justin Fields. Chase, Stu, what would you do? Um, that's not really in my department. I have no idea what I would do, but I will tell you this: and just like uh, getting the pulse of of what people think about this on debate shows and whatnot. It seems like an almost unanimous decision to definitely get Caleb Williams. Um, so I guess I would go by that. The popular opinion, Caleb Williams, and discard Justin Fields in some way, shape, or form. Okay. Um, you, you know, look, I'm, I'm torn on this one because I, I do think that you could, could you find a way, you know, to really load up on value and and some of this we don't know like we know what the the uh, the first overall pick is worth right there's actually a card that you can go get you know that the nfl teams work in terms of what the value and the card establishes the value of the number one pick in a trade in the nfl right it actually says that right where you go oh trade card value have you guys ever seen this yeah, Jimmy Johnson had it years ago. It's been updated since with different values, but yeah. Yeah, so um, if a team wants to move up from three to one, it'll cost them 800 points. There's a way in which that's all calculated and whatever. And I actually think this would be at the high end of the value, Okay, a high end of the value, because if you go high end of the value, because this is a year in which most people think Caleb Williams is set to be a star. Now, you could have your own misgivings about Caleb Williams. There is a chance that they sit there and go like, yeah, we don't love him as much as everybody else does. Right? And if that happens, now all of a sudden, and you mentioned Jimmy Johnson, right? If you can get multiple number ones, put yourself in the discussion of being having a quarterback next year. The problem is, if you get the number one pick, you're very unlikely to ever get that number one pick ever again. 
tell that to Carolina. <laughs> True. I mean, you know, the, there's there's a lot of different layers to this. And to your point, let's just say that they liked actually Drake May better. Just say that they do. The haul that you could get for Caleb Williams, as you said, Doug, is enormous. Like this, this is a haul more than what you would get last year, what you would get next year. Like this is the year to have the pick. This is the Wembenyama year to have that pick in the NFL. And with how many quarterback needing needy teams and how many teams who just kind of need that jolt of energy to have that franchise quarterback. Now you gotta have guts if you're the Bears to do it. But to your point of if you also are sitting there at number one and number four, the ammunition that you get for the first pick could actually help you move back up to two if you wanted to draft, you know, Drake May. A lot of different options that they could go and still be in a really nice spot. It's just the fact of you have to take a quarterback here, to your point, whether it be at one. And even if you think Justin Fields has some juice, I just think that the time is now to move on. I don't believe that the city, the fans, truly believe in him. And maybe he goes somewhere and starts. That's that's fine. Maybe he becomes a Pro Bowl, All-Pro quarterback, whatever. But right now where it is, I just don't think that you can bypass not leaving this draft without one of the top quarterbacks. I, I, I generally agree with you, but I, there are just so we know, there are options, right? You don't, yeah. You don't, you're forced to. You're, you do have options. And I woke up this morning when Jason and I talked about it, I was like, you know, do you really need to draft a quarterback? You could just load up with a roster around him. You know, like how good would that roster look if, for example, you got multiple first round picks and you got some seconds and some others, and then, you know, you end up just loading, you know, you have next year, you have a kind of new look team around him, and then eventually you find a, a quarterback. The, the problem is that if we, what's the most likely avenue for success, right? That's what you're looking for. You're a young general manager and you've been there two years and the team has gotten worse and not gotten better. You, you have to show some growth. And the, the strongest likelihood of success is to take a quarterback number one. Now, Carolina, as you pointed out, it has not worked. It has not worked. Um, uh, but, again, like, I don't I, – I, and, and, and there are going to be quarterbacks that are going to be available on the market – but how many like the free agency hit hit rate is way lower than the first round first overall pick hit rate. And like I said, when you draft that quarterback number one overall, though you're locked into that guy and he better be good. Once you get into years two through four, financially, there's a great window there to continue to build. And you can use that second first round pick. So I'm, I'm generally with you guys. And, and we're, we're all in agreement as well of. The Fields era is over. Like, it should be over. Right? Like, is that... I mean, I mean, I love Justin Fields, but how many times did he throw downfield last night? Once? Uh, twice? Once. You know? Like, like this is now th- three years, as you said. Like, there isn't the attachment to him. And again, he could turn out with his talent level, and if he gets in the right spot, he could become that guy. I just don't think that the Bears can afford to wait out 
that scenario. They've already invested three years into this. And now you hear and you've got the golden ticket of having this number one overall pick and having a potential top five, top four pick to go along with it. Yeah. Yeah, there's and this the CJ Stroud success, you know, the narrative of Ohio State quarterbacks that that we've talked about so much, I don't think it's a, a huge play in all of this, but not only did he come from the same university, but you're looking at the amount of success that he's having now, and how can you give Justin Fields another year with the team to figure out a way to work it out? That's yeah, I, 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 I think it's I'm, – I'm with you, and you're talking realities. Like, let's just, let's just make sure I'm talking more in theoreticals and hypotheticals and what you're doing, which is smart, is, look, the reality is you got a GM. He's been there three years. They're not getting any better. The city's completely done with Justin Fields. Everybody's ready to move on. you got a stud quarterback that everybody thinks is going to be really good as a pro. Just make that move and then build the rest around him. And, and you're, you're right. There is zero wrong to your argument. My only thought was I was opening up the could you get by for one more year and you did, then you just try and figure out the quarterback thing or do you, could you even still get part ways with Justin Fields, bring in a veteran and then draft a guy in the third or fourth round that you want to develop? Like, is there a window? But, but again, I end up contradicting myself because – most of the dudes that were dudes like Cam Newton may not have had the greatest, like he's a probably a borderline hall of famer, right? He won the MVP, but the rest of the career is, eh. but the Carolina Panthers were good for a good amount of time. And he was a good reason why he's number one overall pick. Like the, the bus number one overall pick quarterbacks are far fewer and far between than you think. They just are the number one guy. Like even Kyler Murray, if you say like the that Arizona at the end of this year wants to move on from Kyler Murray, they didn't make the playoffs with him. And when he came in, they were an abject disaster. So d- did he live up to the hype of no, but you made the playoffs and if the Bears can get back to making the playoffs in a couple of years and rebuild there, then it's probably worth it. I'll tell you another thing, Doug, and this is as a Seahawks fan, and I love Devin Witherspoon. He's been great for them, and he's going to be on all rookie teams. Heck, may make the Pro Bowl for as good as he's been so far for them this season. The Seahawks picked at number five. And you're saying to yourself, not only is it how often are you in that top five, but you also then would have the ability, like Seattle did, they had another first-round pick they took on Jackson Smith and Jigba uh, you know, later in the, in the first round last year. That is also that could have been an opportunity to move up to grab a quarterback, you know. Like now you have that ammunition to do so, and you know, like hey, we got Geno Smith. Let's stick, you know, stick around a little bit more. And for as great as Witherspoon is, now the Seahawks are completely out of drafting that quarterback, and that's the the spot of the Bears is, you know, I I just wouldn't try to be too cute with this. I would just you kind of have your answer. You have what it is. Don't try to maximize and do this because you never know what's going to happen. Here, the Seahawks may not even make the playoffs this year. They're in the playoff picture right now, but things aren't trending well. They have a tough schedule. And now you're going to be picking, what, 13 or 15? And now you have an issue to deal with that quarterback. That is not what I'd want the Chicago Bears to be dealing with if I'm a Bears fan. Mm-hmm. Well, they, they need they need hope. And, and oh, yeah, by the way, there's one part I don't remember if you mentioned this. They're trying to get a new stadium. And it's really hard to get a new stadium. Get, get the, as much yeah. as you think this is dumb, 
Like, the reality is, you draft Caleb Williams, you say it's a whole new Bears team, it's a whole new the stadium thing, you end up getting kind of pushed through. Oh, it's, right? it's Yeah, totally. And I, it's funny you say that, because I said this on our podcast, I Want Your Flex, that dropped uh, today, that Carolina, one of the reasons why I think they actually traded up and then took Bryce Young was because they need to renovate that stadium or get a yeah. new facility. And what better way to do it? I know Charlotte isn't an SEC city, but you're an SEC country. No, you know? it's, yeah, yeah. You, you went out and got the got the Alabama quarterback. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yep. You know, and I think that there was probably something behind that as well because we heard coaches wanted Stroud, ownership wanted, you know, Bryce Young, and you know David Tepper had his explanations today. But yeah, your your stadium point is a hundred percent correct. Those decisions, those things factor into the decisions. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. That's my guy, Dan Beyer. I want your flexes, his podcast. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Eagles play the Niners this weekend. And we're live at the Tyrac.com studios. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. So, of course, last year the Niners said, like, hey, look, if we had anybody that could play quarterback, we would have been in the Super Bowl. Here's Debo Samuel. He was talking about James Bradbury, defensive back for the Eagles, on the I Am An Athlete podcast this offseason. Let me ask you this question. So, Brandon, I come out and say he did. When he said he said that they was going to get the, exposed. The Eagles what was he saying about yeah, that? Where, where's the holes? <laughs> where, yeah, right. Where are the holes? There's, no. there's, there's holes. No, what's the holes? It was some the wide open end. plays now. The back end. You got the all pro and the all pro. The D-line make him all, make make both of them all pros. You don't, so Besides Slay, I respect Slay. What about Bradbury? Trash. Bradbury's trash? Ooh. He didn't want to make, make all pros. Did you see the play that Brandon had? The second play of the game, he got hurt? Purdy got hurt? Time out. The separation, like, it's just like. It's football. You want to make some plays? Man, you call him uh, trash. Here's uh, Debo yesterday. Asked if he had any regrets, calling calling him trash. Oh, we don't have to say he had no said he had no regrets. AJ Brown went on social media, encouraged Eagles fans to troll Debo. Here's Eagles linebacker Hassan Reddick talking about uh, some trash talking. You guys got the 49ers now. I know you just got done playing, but you 
know they did a lot of talking in the, in the off season about what happened in the NFC Championship game last year. How much of that has stayed in the back of your mind ahead of the next week? You know, as this season been going on, not much. Talk is cheap. You know, they get to come back in the link. It was a lot of boo-hoos last year, a lot of crying, a lot of what if, a lot of this, a lot of that. They get a chance to come back in here, line that up, and prove it again. Well, now they have their quarterback, so let's let's see. Let's see. By the way, Javon Holland's going to join us upcoming. Of course, um, he played hoop at, at Oregon in basketball. He's a Dolphin safety. We'll get to him upcoming. But I, I like this. Is a, this is a, should be a fun football game. Right, Niners as healthy as they've been in a while, and come in a bit rolling. And they played Thursday, so they had the ex- they had they had a little extra time. Eagles survive, but that's just what they've done. Didn't matter who they, who they played, they find a way to win games late. You know, it's interesting. We we talk about all these teams and who the best team is in the NFL, and that like just the AFC, the, the top of the NFC is outstanding, but the AFC is is so loaded. Right? It's like how do you? How do you kind of fit in the Dolphins? Where do they fit in that mix of of elite teams as they take on the Commanders uh, this week? Huge game for the Browns, by the way, as they take on the Rams. Rams playing better football, and the Browns just lost. The Browns are at 7-4. Chiefs take on the Packers. The Packers try to get to even. We mentioned that Niners-Eagles. I mean, that's a game Sunday afternoon. Literally every human being is going to be watching. Um, This weekend, I feel like better kind of balance of games. Better balance of games. But that Dolphins team, that's, that's an interesting one. Okay, so the Dolphins' remaining games this season, a big favorite against the Commanders on the road, be a favorite against the Titans at home, Jets at home, and again, Aaron Rodgers said if he comes back, it'd be mid-December, likely after that game. They get the Cowboys at Ravens and Bills. So last three games are all very difficult for the Dolphins, who right now are uh, three games in the loss column clear of the Buffalo Bills. And, and, like, Commanders, Titans, Jets, really unlikely to lose any of them. Definitely unlikely to lose two out of three of those. Right, so, with the Dolphins, you're staring at, let's say, concert, like, ten and a half wins, plus you got the last three games, Cowboys at home, at Ravens, Bills at home. You got to be thinking, at minimum, we're going to get to 12. A 12. You got, what, six games left? You win four of them, you get to 12. 12 wins. Woo! And your only losses are to the Bills, to the Eagles, and to the Chiefs. Right? So three of the top teams in football. I know the Bills' record right now is at 6-6. Six and six, um, And I know the Bills have a really difficult upcoming schedule. Chiefs, Cowboys, Chargers, and then Pats and Dolphins. Buffalo, on the other hand, they have one that you can put in there as other than win that game. That's why that. That's why losing. I mean, really losing the Broncos game and then losing to the Eagles when you you have a lead. Th- those are the killers. But you win one of those games, you're at seven and five. Patriots get you to eight. Maybe Cowboys at home. I don't know. But three games clear in the loss column. Three. That's a lot. Javon Holland joins us from the Miami Dolphins. Stuck Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Javon, how are you? Hey, how you doing? Good, man. How would you characterize your season to date, you personally? Uh, trending upward. Trending upward. I think that's the best way to, to characterize it. And okay. not necessarily reflective on, 
our season and the 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 way that we've played throughout the whole season, I think it's just the way that things are coming together and we're slowly but surely every week building on our performance week in and week out. So I think that's, that's the best thing for us. I mean, you guys didn't have a – and you personally didn't have like a Broncos give up 70 sort of game. So if it's trending upward at some point, you didn't feel great about it. What was the point you didn't feel great about it? I think we can all, all say that week four was, was a tough week for us uh, against the Bills. We had, a, we had a tough week against the Bills. They pulled our card. Um, and I think from that week on, we've slowly built – uh, you know, win, lose, or draw, we've slowly built on each week, and we've really made sure that we've locked into our process. And um, I think that was something that Coach McDaniel definitely emphasized for us. And I feel like as a team um, and as leaderships and, ca- and captains, we've made sure that we emphasize and, and we've held, held true. Did the, did the 70 point, did beating a team by 50, did, do you think that caused you guys to, you know, to think a little bit better of yourselves than the reality was? Um, yeah, in a way, yeah. I think we were, you know, we were riding the high life a little bit. Uh, and, but, you know, you know, every, it's any given Sunday in the league and everybody's, everybody has talent and can beat anybody. And, uh, I think that loss in week four really helped us kind of settle our feet in the earth and, you know, really look at ourselves in the mirror and, and take things, you know, one week at a time and focus on our process. Yeah, I, I, look, I know this is about you. Us discussing is about you, but I mean, when you step out of just your own thought, can you believe that the the Broncos have turned this thing around? Like, I think when you give up seventy points, usually that's a sign a team quits and they start pointing fingers. But somehow they figured it out. If I would have told you week three of the season at the end of that game that the Broncos would figure it out and win, was it six in a row now? Six? I mean, that's what would you have said? Honestly, my rookie year, uh, we were one in seven, and then we won eight straight. So I'm not putting it past anybody to turn a season around at any point. Uh, I tip my hat to the Broncos. Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, you guys are they are doing their thing and uh, getting those W's over there. So, you know, good on them. Um, okay, so you mentioned you guys are trending in the right direction and you're starting to win the road games, right? Like the Jets was a road game. The road had been kind of your only sort of issue here. Um, what have you changed personally? Like what, has, what have you evolved on and improved on from early in the season? Uh, I've improved on my off day and just overall physical recovery. Um, you know, I've been I've been doing a lot more hitting and, and whatnot, and I wanted to make sure that my body is you know holding up throughout the whole season. So I've been really emphasize emphasizing for myself um, uh, recovery, post practice, pre practice, uh, prehab, you know, things like that, just so that you know my body with with stands stands you know strong throughout the whole season. What is that? What does that entail? Like you come in day after a game. What 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 has what do you do to get yourself ready for the next week? Uh, you know, cold tub, hot tub, a lot of rolling out, a lot of stretching, active mobility. Um, you know, talking to professionals like you know our ATC, our athletic trainers, or if we have like a specialist in in the building that deals with any specific type of muscle or or physical group. Um, just making sure that. I get their best not their knowledge of I have something that's you know hurting me or anything that's you know feeling tired or anything like that. So making sure I take advantage of all the all the tools and resources I have available. It's Doug Gottlieb show here on Fox Sports Radio. Of course, um, the ninety nine yard interception return. Had you ever had? Did you have a hundred yard return? You ever take a kick return to the house? Did you ever run that far with the football in your hands before? You know, now that you now that you said it, I honestly don't think I have ever ran uh, ninety nine yards for a return. What I think was that like? might be my first one. So okay, so t- again, give me give me the give me where you are, 
Give me the play. Give me everything you remember about that play before you actually making the catch. Okay, so it's I'm I'm on the I'm like in the end zone. I'm on the two yard line, and uh, it's like it's our victory. Not, that's what we call it, which is basically just like hail mary. Um, and I'm thinking, okay, you know, there's three by one. They're obviously going to throw to my side, and so the passing strength, like, let me be, get ready to you know knock you down or kind of you know something like that. And uh, man, I thought he was going to get sacked. I really did. And I'm standing on the goal line, and I see the ball in the air, and I look to my left and my right. And I see my my DBs boxing out the receivers, and I'm like, oh wow, this is there's a lot of space in front of me. I could potentially, and then right before the ball hit my hands, I was like, I'm gonna try to return this. And the rest was history, man. After that, it was all reaction time, and I'm a returner, and I played receiver in high school and college, so it was really just me letting my natural ability just take the take the wheel and and roll. So you. I, I got to point out, you were kind of casual, right? Okay, let's let's start with the first thing on the interception. You know how all these coaches talk. Oh, don't catch it. Knock it down. Knock it down. Like, literally, it was thrown right to you in the bread basket. So, as it's in the air, was there any thought to, I'm supposed to knock this thing down? Absolutely not. As soon okay. As, he got it off, I, as soon as he got it off, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely catching this. I have to. I have to. I need, I need, I need to get this interception. It's a free pick. I need to get it. Okay. So, so, so then you're running and you run to the right. And if you watch the replay, at some point you kind of look to your left and you're still running. But it wasn't like, and again, you're a lot faster than most human beings, but it wasn't like you were really turning on the Jets. You just kind of, it felt like almost three-quarter to not yet full speed. And you're kind of looking over your shoulder. What are you looking You're looking for a guy tracking you down. You're looking for a wall. What are you looking for? Yeah, I'm just. I was just looking for the open lane. Honestly, man, I was. I was kind of just looking, letting the letting the play develop. Like it was. It was. There were linemen in front of me, so I knew I had plenty of speed to get around them. But I had lead blockers, so I wanted to be able to play off of them. And if I'm running like full speed all out, I'm not gonna have any time to break down and cut and and you know, like make a move. So I wanted to slow down just a little bit to be able to you know bust a move if I had to. And uh, Chubb and 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 C. Will threw great blocks for me. And I was able to cut off, cut back, and then find the lane. And it was just me and Tim Boyle. And uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, but I had to cross him over. <laughs> you did. You went. You went one step to the left and one to the right. And his knees said, "No thanks. I'm done." Hard, hard right to go right, man. Hard right to go right. That's what Coach, <laughs> Coach McDaniel tells us. What's the feeling like when you cross the end zone with that ball in your hand? It was. It was great, man. It really was. I was just like, "No way! I did it. This is awesome. This is." This is everything I dreamed of in the league on a primetime game, playing, wearing my favorite number, scoring a touchdown after getting an interception. Like, like what else could you ask for? Like, just as a kid playing in the street with my friends, like, that is the ultimate goal. Is to, especially as a DB, getting a pick six, 100 yards, that's it's legendary. Yeah, by the way, that, that play unlocked a million-dollar giveaway in a 98-inch TV from TCL through the Ultimate Game Day Update campaign. That's, that's, that's pretty good. Javon Holland joining us. Dolphins safety, of course, uh, played college ball at Oregon. Number eight is, is Kobe. That's why it's your favorite number? Number eight? Nah, I just like number eight because number three is my favorite number, but I couldn't wear that in college, so then I just, like, mirrored it and made it eight. Why is number three your favorite number? Uh, because I was born on the third month of the, the third day of the third month. Same birthday as my millennium. brother, March third. Nothing, nothing wrong March with that. March third, two thousand, in the new millennium. Um, okay, so here's here's the question: 
Your coach has that kind of get away from the microphone at halftime speed, former wide receiver in his own right. Has anybody clocked him in the 40? Does anybody know if he can still run? Nobody's clocked him in the 40 yet, and I think that's something that we definitely need to do. Thank you for bringing that to my attention. As a captain and part of the leadership council, we can definitely make that happen. I think so. You know, I mean, he thinks he's got just so much swag, you know, with, with the, with, he's wearing the joggers there, and he's talking a little trash, and he knows when he's mic'd up. And he kind of does the deadpan humor thing. But at some time, you've got to put his feet to the fire and see what the 40 is. He has to. He's got he's to he's put his feet to the fire, like you said, man. We've got to see how fast he is. Honestly, I think that, that clip of him running away from the camera, he's got good technique. He's got the nice angle, you know what I'm saying, the nice drive angle, knees up. He might really clock a good number, but uh, we'll have to see. What is the ultimate, uh, game day, uh, ultimate game day update campaign? So, TLC TV is doing an Ultimate Game Day upgrade uh, campaign all season. It's, you know, they're putting up these ridiculous deals for a specific type of play. It just so happened that my play was the specific type, 98, 99, or 98 yards plus touchdown. Um, but they're still doing it. It's going to go on all season. Uh, this Thursday, Seahawks versus Cowboys, they're putting up 50K worth of TVs if the Cowboys or the Seahawks or both teams combined put up 50 or more points. Uh, this Thursday night, and you can enter to win at tcl.com slash upgrade. Uh, TCL is a new partner of the NFL, and they've been doing these, these deals all year long. It's been pretty unique. And, uh, yeah, you just might get uh, one of these luxury TVs if you enter to win. All right, man. Well, listen, uh, continued health and success. Big game for your Ducks this upcoming weekend against UW in the uh, last-ever Pac-12 championship game. So I know you'll be watching that. And uh, thanks so much yep. for joining us, and congrats on this uh, on the run. It was, it, was, it was awesome. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. All right, that's Javon Hall in the course of the Miami Dolphins. First place in the AFC East and looking pretty secure in that first place setup. Coming up on the Doug Gottlieb Show, live from the Tyrac.com studios. Could a reunion be in the works that we never thought we'd see in a thousand years? You'll find out next. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Doug Gottlieb Show weekdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Paul Trenton Gill. Cairo Santos 08. Snap. 
Right hash, angle left. Santos the kick. Santos is good from 30 yards. And the Bears crawl back in front 12 to 10. It goes down to the ground on a flip that's covered up by Blackman, but we'll check the flag. Double! Triple zero. Sets it. The Bears get a win. They're first in the NFC North in 13 games. A 12-10 win by the Bears over the Minnesota Vikings off the foot of Cairo Santos. Uh, that call of the Bears' win last night over the Vikings, 12-10, part of the Bears Radio Network. It's our progressive play of the day. Progressive is making things even easier. They help you bundle your home and car insurance together. You can save on both. Learn more at Progressive.com or call 1-800-PROGRESSIVE. Let's get to the, let's get to the press. The press. Dan Meyer, what's in the press? Doug, great interview with Javon Holland. That was awesome. Thanks. He, he that was, was all great. him. It's great. Yeah, he sounded like a great, sound like a guy that you'd like to hang out with, right? Yes, absolutely. I will correct one thing he said, though. He said or I said? He said. Okay. So he talked about his birthday, yeah. March 3rd, 2000, and uh, said it was the new millennium. Jerry Seinfeld's got other thoughts. That's interesting because, as everyone knows, since there was no year zero, the millennium doesn't begin until the year 2001, which would make your party one year late and thus quite lame. <laughs> ah, sticking it to Newman like only Jerry could. Hello, Newman. <laughs> Newmanium just didn't have that same... Pizzazz. It did not. Uh, I didn't want to be that guy, but I just, any excuse to play a Seidenfeld clip, I'm going to do it. No doubt. How about this? ESPN is reporting that Arkansas is vetting Bobby Petrino about a possible return to Fayetteville to be the school's offensive coordinator. Yes. So, for people who are not old enough to remember, Bob Petrino was a successful head coach in Arkansas. He left the Atlanta Falcons as head coach mid-season of his first year. Okay, Mike Vick got hurt. Okay, it was a mess. Then Vick, I think that's when Vick got suspended as well. Uh, no, he got suspended when Jim Moore was the coach. So he got hurt that year in the preseason, and it was a disaster. He left letters by everybody's locker. Instead of having a team meeting, and in the middle of the night, like 11 games in, left went to Arkansas. They were doing well. Um, then he had a motorcycle accident, which was weird. Then he did a press conference about this motorcycle accident where he had a neck brace and he had road rash all over his face. And turned out that it was all a cover for the fact that he had hired a woman who was engaged to another guy, but his woman was his recruiting coordinator. Turns out he had an affair with her, and she was on the motorcycle at the time of the accident. Crazy. And now reports in the last 10 minutes saying that it's going to get done. Bobby Petrino will return to be the Arkansas, not head coach, but at least their offensive coordinator. Do you know why? There's. Do you know why? Because there's only one unforgivable sin in college athletics. That sin is losing. <laughs> Tiger Woods didn't lose much when he was on top of his game. We don't know if he'll ever reach those heights, Doug, but Tiger did have this to say in advance of playing at the Hero World Challenge later this week in the Bahamas. I can tell you this, that I don't have any of the pain that I had at Augusta or pre that in my ankle. Other parts are taking the brunt of the load, so I'm a little bit more sore in other areas, but uh, the ankle's good, so that surgery was a success. So the fusion surgery, yeah, A-OK. Tiger said that 
how he envisions a best case scenario for his professional golf playing plans, playing about once a month. That's what it is. Play Tory Pines, play Riviera, maybe play the players or Arnold Palmer. Then you got the Masters, PGA, U.S. Open, Open Championship, and call it good. Um, like, I just I want to know if he can be competitive, and the no pain. I just like to see if once or twice a year he can be competitive on a Sunday. I, I don't think he can, but it's not crazy because it's Tiger Woods. Yes, we'll see how he fares uh, this week in the very limited field. Aaron Rodgers changing his tune a little bit on his possible return. Speaking with the Pat McAfee show earlier today. It's always been, uh, first, am I healthy? And then, are we alive? Are we in it? Are we playing uh, good enough to make a run? Can I step in and, and protect myself and play at the level that I feel like I'm capable of playing? I feel that second part needed to be added because they're four and seven now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, look, it, it is what it is. I, I, you know, before it was he's coming back no matter what. Now he's like, yeah, I don't know. David Tepper trying to uh, convince people on taking Bryce Young was the right choice for the organization, saying that he didn't have influence on making the first overall pick. And all those decisions, you know, whether it was a head coach, whether it was Bryce, I don't really vote on those decisions until the last piece. Okay, so those decisions are made by by the football people. Tepper trying to quiet the reports that the coaches wanted C.J. Stroud, while ownership wanted Bryce Young. I mean, I, I thought he did a good job. It, again, it's the I made the mistake, but I'm don't care because. I'm going to try and find a way to make it work. And I also think, like, look, do it, does he look like a madman? Yeah. But if we're fair, Ron Rivera was somebody else's guy. Okay? And so you want to bring in your own guy. And they brought in a college guy in Matt Rule, and it never really worked. And it didn't work, frankly, among other reasons. The biggest reason was they couldn't figure out a quarterback. So then they go all in, they get a quarterback, and they bring in, they have a quarterback guru as the coach, and it clearly wasn't working. So I, I'm not sure I disagree with any of the uh, any of the moves that they've made, um, but the way in which they and the fact that he made the pick. And I think you brought up a great point, which is let's not undersell the fact that's an SEC city. They're trying to build a new and they're trying to get a new stadium. Quickly before we go, Sports Media Watch says Cowboys Commanders from Thursday, the second most watched regular season game ever. Nielsen also rates the Lions loss to the Packers the most watched Lions game on Thursday ever, and that's the press. Hey, get out there and press. That was the press. Stuck Gottlieb Show on Fox Sports Radio. You're going to love the In the Bonus podcast. Download it wherever you download podcasts. It's available at the top of the hour, including a pick for tonight's college basketball slate. The Stuck Gottlieb Show, Fox Sports Radio. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is is uncanny usa 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote.